You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Mets reporter, Anthony DeComo, back on the beat this week with the Mets. And, Anthony, let's start with the injury news from Monday, and that's the Stephen Matz headed to the disabled list. No structural damage, says the team, um, but now it's the shoulder after, obviously, the elbow bothering him earlier in the season. Um, the move is retroactive to about a week ago, which limits the amount of time he may miss. But overall, does it just seem like Stephen Matz maybe – needs a little rest even though his last start was great yeah i think absolutely he needs a little bit of rest and this move is an acknowledgement of that uh, on the part of the mets um you know you're no longer talking about the bone spar that he's been dealing with now, that's still in there he's still going to have to get that surgical removed at the end of the year uh, but that was an injury that was a pain management injury that was hey you've got this foreign object uh, in your uh, that's growing off your bone, and as long as you can pitch through the discomfort, the inflammation that that causes, you can't really injure yourself anymore. This is different. This is a little bit of shoulder irritation. You might even call it a, a very small strain in there. And anytime you're talking about a muscle injury like that, particularly a shoulder injury for a pitcher, uh, you're talking about something that certainly you can aggravate if you're throwing fast, fastballs 95 miles an hour. So uh, I, I think there's uh, certainly some concern about that with the Mets, and that's why he's going to miss at least his next start. Now, the Mets very much need Stephen Matz in their rotation. Uh, they're going right now with a rotation that includes John Neese and Seth Lugo, which certainly is not how uh, it was drawn up heading into the year. Um, so the Mets would like him back as soon as possible, Stephen Matz, that is. Uh, but they can't really afford to rush it. They can't afford to uh, have him suffer some type of setback and, and make this thing worse than it is. So we're just going to have to wait and see, see how he responds to treatment, uh, see how he responds to a little rest, and if you're the Mets, just hope that this absence is uh, one start, maybe two starts, and then he can get right back out there and, and keep pitching every five days. You mentioned Seth Lugo, and his first start in place of Mats was Friday, and it's a game the Mets end up losing. But really, Seth Lugo was, was pretty solid, six and two-thirds inning, three earned runs. Can they expect to that, get that kind of a lift from Lugo again next time through the rotation? Well, it's a lot to expect uh, from any pitcher. Uh, it's a lot to expect from a rookie. It's a lot to expect from a rookie with, with one career start, and certainly from one who wasn't really all that uh, highly heralded as a prospect, let's say. Now, that's not to say Seth Lugo can't do it. Certainly he can. Uh, but I think the bigger picture, if you take a step back, is uh, this is a Mets team that for a long time now has been defined by its starting pitching. And coming into this year, you could look at these things and say, well, you know, injuries happen, particularly to pitchers, and I'm sure we'll reach a point where we're going to have to fill guys in. Um, and that was what they had looking forward to, was Zach Wheeler coming back and joining this rotation. Well, Wheeler's done for the year. Matt Harvey's done for the year. Uh, now you've got Steven Matt's going to miss at least one start, and it's more than just Seth Lugo in a, in a one-start or a two-start situation here. It's the fact that now two out of every five days, you've got pitchers going who you really didn't envision uh, in your rotation at this point. So it, it's a tough thing for a Mets team uh, that, again, is built around its starting pitching to swallow uh, because they've struggled all season long to get offensive production. And if the starting pitching isn't firing on all cylinders, 
they're going to be in big, big trouble. So that's a lot to ask of any pitcher. It's certainly a lot to ask of, of Seth Lugo. It's not his fault he's here, uh, but they really desperately need him, John Neese, and everyone else. Uh, whether they were supposed to be in this rotation or not, they need them all to step up. Yeah, and then how about the impact of the rotation on the bullpen? Because here you have John Neese. He's going to start game one against the Cardinals here on Tuesday night. But last time out, he couldn't get out of the fifth inning. Uh, and it seems like this bullpen is, is taking more and more of the brunt of this and starting to have an impact on them a little bit. Yeah, and how could it not? I mean, right. uh, the Mets have leaned on these guys all season long, and I think you're, you're seeing the effects of it right now. Terry Collins acknowledged the other day that you're seeing the effects of it. And I'm not just talking about uh, Jarius Familia and Addison Reed, um, even throw Hansel Robles into that mix, those guys at the back end who the Mets leaned on so heavily earlier this year. Uh, it's everything. It's a snowball effect. It's every guy down there. Uh, you know, even Jerry Blevins, there were some reports of a, uh, a little bit of crankiness in his arm. And, and Jim Henderson finally came back from the disabled list. Overuse might have uh, played a role in him landing there in the first place. So uh, it's an issue. And as long as these starting pitchers are, you know, not getting out of the fifth inning, not getting out of the sixth inning, it's not an issue that the Mets really can address. Uh, they're going to have to continue leading on these guys. And I was just talking to someone in the front office earlier, uh, you know, the waiver trade market, which the Mets uh, said they wanted to be involved in. You know, they wanted to get an extra right-handed arm for this very reason. Uh, before the non-waiver trade deadline and still after it, they wanted to look into that market as they did with Addison Reed a year ago. Uh, well, that hasn't proved as fruitful as they've wanted. They haven't made a trade. They're no longer optimistic that they can make a trade. Uh, Jim Henderson coming back uh, can be a boost, and the Mets are hoping it can be a boost. But by and large, they need these guys to push back whatever, push past, excuse me, whatever uh, fatigue they might be feeling and really have them contribute in meaningful ways. Uh, and that, again, like you said, starts with the starting pitching. If they're getting six, seven innings every time out, uh, as opposed to you don't really know what a John Neese is going to give you or what a Seth Lugo might give you, uh, it, it all starts there, and it's going to play a huge role in the bullpen and, and really the overall team success. All right, the good news for this team right now is they've won two in a row. They took two in San Francisco, and now here comes a huge series with the Cardinals. They, the last time these two teams are going to face, and you look at the standings right now, the Cardinals in that second spot in the wild card, the Mets four and a half back. And because of that, it feels like this is maybe the last stand for this Mets team. I know it's still August, but you've got to take two out of three from the Cardinals, if not sweep. I feel like if you lose this series to the Cardinals, I mean, it's almost too much to think you can overcome then being five and a half back with about a month to play. Yeah, I, look, I don't want to say this series is everything because in the grand scheme of things, it is just three games. We are still just in August. And the Mets, let's not forget, have a very easy schedule coming down the stretch in September. But they've dug themselves a big enough hole now. And when they're playing a team that they're directly chasing, like they will be for three games this week in St. Louis, uh, they have to win. They have to come away with at least two or three of these. Or, like you said, it makes it very, very, very difficult. Not impossible, but really tough on them to come back and do it. They're not just chasing the Cardinals. Remember, they're chasing several teams in this National League wildcard race. And just mathematically, it makes it a lot tougher that you're going to hold all these teams off. So when you have an opportunity like this where you can, A, get a little momentum yourself, but, B, knock one of these other wildcard contenders, a Cardinals team, which, by the way, is playing – pretty well all of a sudden knock one of them back down to earth a little bit uh that's something that you have to take advantage of and i don't think it's any secret um i think the mets certainly know it and you know terry collins has said uh, i, I want to say a month ago 
that the Mets had entered crunch time. And uh, maybe that was a little bit of an exaggeration, but it sure felt like it. And since that time, the Mets haven't played that well. But look, they're sitting here at 500. They're sitting here right on the edge of the wild card race, and they still have a chance if they play some really good baseball down the stretch. that They can do this thing. Uh, but if they lose two or three to a team that they're chasing or worse, get swept, uh, it, it, that just percentage chance of them, uh, you know, coming through with some sort of uh, September miracle, it just becomes that much harder and that much less likely. Yeah, we're going to know a lot more about this Mets team, I think, come Friday morning after this three-game series with the Cardinals. All right, great stuff as always, Anthony. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Mets edition. For Anthony DeComo. I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.